Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. Do you remember the, uh, you could be watching a TV broadcast, and all of a sudden, you hear a message, we interrupt this program because of this important message. Well, I'm interrupting our series on biblical prophecy that we're currently involved in. I'm, so I'm interrupting this series to deal with a subject that um, is in the news this week and is a perpetual problem that has plagued the church for century after century. And that problem, in two words, are false prophets. False prophets are the greatest enemy to true prophecy. False prophets are something like that boy in Aesop's fables, the boy who cried wolf. All of the false alarms, all of the false prophecies have a very definite result in that genuine prophetic alerts are disbelieved and go unheeded, and they're exceedingly dangerous. The latest false prophet in America is a man by the name of David Mead, who has been characterized as a Christian numerologist. In other words, he does special calculations, and then he's a self-proclaimed expert in interpreting revelation, and he claimed to understand the date of the end, which is something Christ said was utterly impossible. Others like Mead were predicting on September 23rd, that's 2017, that the rapture would occur, or it would be the beginning of the end of the world. Now, it's after September 23rd, 2017, the date of this broadcast, so here's the scandal for the boy who cried wolf, and this is how the secular press is treating us. And by the way, this was in USA Today, Newsweek, Washington Post. I'll just give you a couple headlines. This is from the Washington Post. Quote, the man who had people worried about September 23rd apocalypse is now peddling a new doomsday date. Do you see how prophecy based on Scripture is now being denigrated because of false prophets? Here's what Newsweek said. Doomsday conspiracy theory, David Mead reschedules the apocalypse for October after the world didn't end. And one of the things you'll see is false prophets like Tim LaHaye. He made predictions about the rapture and everything way back in World War One. He's just re-aired them on different dates, a little different setting, a little different causes, but he's just, he keeps setting false dates. William Miller in the 19th century, very famous for predicting the end of the world. It didn't come, so he rescheduled it a year later. It didn't come, so he formed a denomination with a lot of his followers. Today, they're called the Seventh-day Adventists. This goes on and on and on. If one false prophecy doesn't work, well, then maybe do a second. You know, your odds are increased. But really, this makes a complete mockery of biblical prophecy. Now, I've recently quoted papal statements giving apocalyptic alerts regarding the dangerous times our modern world is experiencing. 
I'm very serious about the world we're living in. I take great, great heed when I hear somebody like St. John Paul II or St. Well, he's not a saint yet, but Pope Benedict Emeritus making these great statements about the perilous times that we're living in. And those are are statements so that we should watch and pray and live our Christian life in a state of grace. That's sobering. That's the proper use of prophetic warnings. But you notice the popes will never set a date for the end of the world or the so-called rapture or doomsday or whatever, because that's unknowable. Now, uh, you say, Steve, didn't David Mead say there could be geophysical disturbances? Yes. Well, could there be? Of course. If you know what the ring of fire is in the Pacific and you're keeping up with what's going on in Yellowstone and other earthquakes and volcanoes around the world? Sure, there could be. Just read the news. What about celestial disturbances? It seems at the heart of uh, David's Mead prophecies were something about um, some type of celestial disturbances or anomalies that could be disturbing our solar system. Could there be anything to that? Well, there could be, because in December 2016, the presidential administration formed the, quote, National Near-Earth Object Preparedness Strategy. It's a PDF document you can find on the internet. You can find NASA. Uh, You'll find Department of Homeland Security, Department of Defense, Department of Interior, Secretary of State's office, all gathering because of something they're concerned about. So could there be something to it? Yeah, there could be. Get a hold of the document and read it. But to say I'm, you know, taking something that the government could be concerned about and giving a specific date by my real crafty uh, personal interpretation of the book of Revelation is absolute folly and falsehood. And yet I'm sure Mr. Mead sold quite a few books. Here's what Jesus Christ the Son of God, the second person of the Blessed Trinity said, recorded by St. Mark chapter 13. But of that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Take heed, watch, for you do not know when the time will come. Watch, therefore, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep and mesmerized by your smartphone. Oh, that was my addition. And what I say to you, I say to all, watch, be alert, pull yourself away from our toxic culture for times and go on a retreat, spend some time in prayer, spend time in the scriptures and prayerfully discern our times, but don't, don't fall for false prophets making predictions about the end. Jesus said, but of that day or hour, no one knows, not even Mr. Mead. It's impossible. Jesus also said in the book of Acts, very interesting, 
one of the last questions. And now I can understand the question. I mean, I'd love to know the date, okay? I know you would too. And so would the disciples, because Jesus is about to leave for heaven. You could think of, you know, literally a thousand questions. He's like, before you go, I need to really get the answers to all these things. But they wanted to know it's the time of the end. That was one of the final, final questions the disciples asked. And this is what Jesus said, recorded by St. Luke in Acts chapter 1 and verse 7. It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power. And a good interpretation of this is found in my prophetic hero's book. My prophetic hero is St. Augustine. It's found in the City of God, book 18, chapter 53. And you can find copies of the City of God in your local library. You can find copies of the City of God online. And you can find copies of the City of God in any of one of those big bookstores. And it's very worthwhile. This is Book 18, Chapter 53. And it's talking about the hidden time of the final persecution by the Antichrist. And in talking about the rise of the Antichrist in the times of persecution, St. Augustine says, quote, It is customary to ask, when shall that be? But this is quite unreasonable, for had it been profitable for us to know this, by whom could it be better have been told than by God himself when the disciples questioned him? That's Acts 1-7. For they were not silent when with him, but inquired, saying, Lord, will thou at this time present the kingdom to Israel, or when? But he said, it is not for you to know the times. In vain, then, do we attempt to completely define the years that may remain to this world, when we may hear from the mouth of truth that it is not for us to know this. But then he goes on to say, but on this subject, he said, put aside the figures of the calculators, and he orders silence. I'm kind of laughing because one of the descriptions of Mr. Mead in our recent press is that he's a Christian numerologist. Here's St. Augustine. Put aside the figures of the calculators because Jesus orders silence. And he says each of them can support their own opinion, but it would take so long to describe it, because they're all human conjectures brought forward with nothing certain from the authority of scriptures. So, you know, don't go there. Now, let's talk about Catholics, because in the Catholic Church, there have been false prophets. One of the most famous of the current crop was a man by the name of Father Gobi, who was a false prophet who engaged in Catholic Marian date setting for Christ's return somewhere around the year 2000. And Father Gobi should have known better. And actually, Mr. Mead, who was raised Catholic, I don't know if he's Catholic still, I kind of doubt it, but he should know better. There was a decree made by the Fifth Lateran Council, Session 11, on December 19, 19, 1516. You might say, well, that was a long time ago, but you know, as far as I know, there's no expiration dates attached to decrees of church councils. And here's what the Fifth Lateran Council said about date setters. We decree and ordain that they are in no way to presume to preach or declare a fixed time for future evils. 
the coming of the Antichrist or the precise day of judgment. For truth says, it is not for us to know the times or seasons which the Father has fixed by his own authority. Let it be known that those who have hitherto dared to declare such things are liars. Uh, You know, I'm not aware of any other church council ever calling anyone a liar, but here this is pretty strong language. Let it be known, but those who are date setters, that we declare that such are liars, and because of them, Not a little authority has been taken away from those who preach the truth. You want to put genuine biblical prophecy in the gutter. You have date setters, which get everybody's attention. They buy their DVDs or buy their books, and they get all this attention. And then after the date comes and goes, then the true prophetic warnings by the lips of Jesus himself are put into the gutters. So, The decree says further, we are placing a restriction on each. They are not to keep predicting some future events as based on the sacred writings, nor presume to declare that they know them from the Holy Spirit or from divine revelation. And again, that's the decree of the Fifth Lateran Council, Session 11, December 19, 1516, And that is warning specifically in the Catholic Church against date setters. And you can also find that decree online. Lastly, I'd like to ask you today to do me a big favor. If I ever give a specific date for the second coming on Luke 21 Radio, I would ask you, please turn off your radio and never listen to me again. Thanks. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 41 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.